This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Hey, last week we had the chance to talk with John Hoyer, the National Walleye Tour champion, prior to his weekend of fishing in Leech Lake. We covered a whole bunch of topics and had a whole bunch of fun, and you can hear it all right now. I got my fishing pool keys, tackle box in my hand, gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand. Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man, but the wife, she just don't understand. I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass, and if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back. Cause the fish is all trumble at the thaw. Hi, I'm Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Cast a line this summer and discover the first city on the Mississippi, Bemidji, with over 400 lakes and a 25-mile radius, creates a premier destination for all anglers. With an abundance of multi-species available, you'll catch more fish, bigger fish, and create better stories to last a lifetime. For more information, go to visitfemidji.com. I'm Chuck Hassey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, great to have friend of the show, John Hoyer, back on. He is the 2022 National Walleye Tour champion. John, welcome back to the show. Great to have you. Thank you, Kevin. Well, we, uh, we did mention 2022 national champ, but uh, it's now 2023, and we're already two tournaments into the new season. How is uh, this round going for you? Um, well, I think I've realized one thing in my angling career, an important thing, if you lower your standards, uh, you can increase your yields. So uh, <laughs> the first two tournaments of the year for myself, I've literally lowered my standards down to, like, it would be nice to cash a check. And um, the first tournament was an honest surprise to myself. I ended up taking fourth. I was leading after day one, which was hilarious, thanks to a, a five-pound walleye in the first ten minutes. Um, and then we went to Lake Winnebago, and it was almost deja vu. It was like same sensation. You know, man, I just need to survive this, and, um, you know, a check would be nice. <laughs> and I was a little out of check range. I had uh, I ended up in 37th place. So... Um, with those two finishes, I'm still in very good position for Angler of the Year, which is kind of new water for me because generally after the first tournament or two, I'm basically trying to play catch-up in the Angler of the Year standings. Okay, so uh, so we're off to a decent start, and we got round three coming up when? Round three is in about a month from now, and that is in Pickstown, South Dakota, which is on Francis Case. So, um, you know, the last two years we've launched out Chamberlain, which is kind of upper quarter of that reservoir. Now we're launching in the very end, right by the dam, and, um, you know, definitely more of their summer home. So a new venue on the same reservoir, and hopefully it fishes different than the Chamberlain events because I haven't fared too well there either. Um, but it'll be a fun challenge, and, Summertime reservoir walleyes are way different than springtime ones, so it should be more fun. So that's one of the things I think is probably the most interesting of being a tournament angler is uh, just getting to go out and discover new bodies of water and, and new new ways to catch walleyes. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, like I was just talking about, when you throw in a different time of year, you know, it's a completely different fishery. Um, 
you know, especially on a reservoir where a lot of fish will migrate all the way up to the to the dam in the spring. And then from that point on, after they spawn, it's, you know, how fast do they move back down to their summer home where, you know, smelt live or where their primary forage lives. And um, it's just such a cool adventure, you know, learning those bodies of water in, in two completely different ways, just because it's a different time of year. Yeah. Um, so now, what do you get to do? Just uh, fish for fun for about a month or so? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm officially fun fishing. I, I actually went to the Sturgeon Bay Open immediately after the NWT tournament on Winnebago. So um, my partner, Kyle Menke, he was there for a few days practicing, and he kind of told me what he found, and it was either, you know, go for the big ones in the Sturgeon Bay area, you know, very few bites, try to win the tournament, or go up north where he had, you know, 30, 40 fish days, and I'm like, Yep, sounds like we're going north. I need to catch some fish. <laughs> and uh, it was kind of funny how it worked out. We had um, 25 pounds, 11 ounces on day one, was only good for 14th place. Wow. Um, amazing weights. They had two 30-pound bags were the leaders. So, you know, day two, it was going to be really windy in the morning, and we kind of held up in Sturgeon Bay, and then it calmed down. We decided to go north back to where we caught our fish. And sure enough, there was a bunch of new ones that were moving in with the warming water, and uh, two things happened. We ended up catching 26 pounds, one ounce, and it was anchored by a six-pound, ten-ouncer that I caught with, like, 45 minutes left, and that's actually my personal best. So, um, and then the other thing that happened is the majority of the top teams kind of tanked, um, which on Surgeon Bay means they only weighed 22, 23 pounds. And we moved all the way up to fourth place. So, um, yeah, super fun always, you know, fishing that tournament. But to roll in without having, without getting to practice at all, going to where Kyle found some fish, and then, like, we caught, I mean, almost, I think, 50 bass on day two. So yeah. it was so fun. I was literally smiling the whole day. <laughs> so so what were they biting on, and where were they? Um, so a lot of times those fish will be in that, like, it, deep for that time of year is like eight, nine, ten feet of water. So um, any one of those little cups as you go north of Sturgeon Bay, if the water temp holds at least, um, they'll stay in there. If it warms, their mood will increase and they'll bite, you know, it was like anything that moved. Um, I only threw a tube jig. It was a Berkeley two-and-a-half-inch uh, Max Scent tube, and it was the Gobi colored. So um, three sixteen-ounce tube jig head and then you basically just chuck it out there and reel it along nice and slow and um you know like i said when they're in a good mood you can't even throw a a tube jig within 50 feet of a bass without it noticing it and coming and biting it on the other side of things if the water temp cools you know they can be super crabby and yeah they'll just let everything go by you won't really catch much but um that was all i threw the whole tournament was that back set tube okay well, um, have you done any fun fishing yet? Um, you know, Lake Erie after Spring Valley, that was a fun trip. I went to Green Bay for like five days uh, during the spawn. That was that week. It was super warm right before Easter. Um, so, yeah, I actually have done a lot of fun fishing. I have done zero fun fishing in Minnesota yet. Um, I was away for the opener, obviously, so... I'm actually on my way to Leech Lake right now, and I will be up there through Monday. 
Okay, and uh, of course, when you're on Leech Lake, again, you it's it's walleye, it's bass, it's whatever. Yeah, it's definitely. We had a lot of fun smallmouth fishing there last year over Memorial Day. So, um, you know, the friends I have with, I know they're going to want to catch a limit of walleyes, and I know they're going to want to have a walleye dinner probably every night. So, you know, basically when we get out, I'll I'll go target walleyes right away. But if that water is going to like warm up and it's going to be nice out, uh, they don't get they don't have a choice. They're going to definitely have to go smallmouth fishing with me. Uh, <laughs> You know, they can fish for walleyes if they want while I'm smallmouth fishing, but it, it's such a fun challenge, and it's actually another great way to learn Leech Lake is, um, you know, to target smallmouth. You learn a lot about how fish position, you know, especially on those rock reefs, and then also just like the Great Lakes, how they'll use those cups or those bays, um, you know, as the water's warming here, and it's simply just because the water's so warm. So, um, yeah, Leech Lake is one of the most diverse fisheries I fish all across the Midwest. And every time I go there, it doesn't matter how many we catch. It, it really is all about, you know, I learn something about walleye fishing every time I go to Leech Lake. John Hoyer, my guest today. He's the National Walleye Tour's current national champion. I talked to him before he went fishing this past weekend on Leech Lake. Speaking of Leech Lake, looking forward to being there this weekend for the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament. I will be on stage handing a big check to somebody Saturday afternoon. Hope you can come down to the Walker City Park and watch the weigh-in for the big two-day Leech Lake Walleye Tournament. Fishing is Friday and Saturday, and I will be there Saturday afternoon for the weigh-in. Looking forward to seeing you there. Much more to go before we wrap up today's show, though. I continue my conversation with John Hoyer next. This is Bro reminding you that the coolest people are on Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. And Kevin Jackson, too. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bumaji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu This is Mandy Yurk, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. I love having John Hoyer on the show, not just because he's the defending National Walleye Tour champion, but because he's just so happy and enthusiastic about life in general and fishing in particular. We talked to him last week as he was headed up north to do some fishing on Leech Lake. Besides Leech, any particular bodies of water in Minnesota you want to hit before you have to get back on the trail? Um, well, I do have the 100-point shootout and the AIM uh, one-day tournament. That's in a few weeks on Malax. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's basically going to be Leech, and then I'm actually going up to Eagle Lake, uh, Ontario, for four days after Memorial Day weekend. But when I come back, I'll go straight to Mille Lacs and start practicing for those two tournaments. And uh, walleye number is very good on Mille Lacs right now, too, so that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I plan on setting the hook quite a bit in the next three weeks, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Absolutely. So from the time the uh, the, the uh, National Walleye Tour ended last year to now, what have you been up to? Um, well, I I went on a... Very serious 
archery hiatus in the fall. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So um, that included my very first bull elk, and then um, I also shot a few does. I never shot a buck this year. So, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That, all, that went all the way into January, actually. And then uh, the classic Dakotas uh, perch trips. Then we actually caught a ton of perch on Lake Malax this winter, too, which was a fun surprise. Um, okay. Anytime. Well, one thing I have done that I haven't mentioned was my friends and I, the National Walleye Tour, started a YouTube series called Tour Level Gold. So um, we highlighted the first tournament and had this unbelievable storybook ending with my friend Max's partner uh, winning the tournament. And it's gotten uh, rave reviews, so it's really a fun project. It's kind of funny that I people have asked me why don't I, I don't do YouTube. It's probably because all the stuff I talk about, I do so much fun fishing. But um, now I'm officially doing this YouTube series, and we've kind of, like, jumped in doing a cannonball, you know, head <laughs> first. And now we have this, like, full-out production that, you know, is really, like, Netflix quality. So it's called Tour Level Gold. Uh, the first episode is the two days of practice leading up to the tournament, and then the second episode for each event is the tournament day. So um, they're currently working on cutting up the Winnebago footage, and if your listeners haven't watched it yet, they can just find Tour Level Gold on YouTube, and we have our own little channel there. And are, are you guys doing all the editing and everything, or do you have, do you have other people for that? Uh, I am definitely not doing the editing. <laughs> it's uh, my friend Sam Moore of Moore Media, so uh, that's his full-time job, and you can tell. Uh, like I said, the rave reviews are a lot about like how fun it is to watch all that footage, and those guys do an amazing job. So um, it's really just this great product that they put out. And, and it's called Tour Level Gold? Yep. And it's on. Uh, just do a YouTube search for it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to check that out. All right, let me know what you think. Will do, will do. Well, for those of us going out fishing this weekend, uh, what do you recommend? Um, well, I have talked to my friend Dustin Mankiw. I know he's been on your show before, mm -hmm. and uh, I'll be staying with him this week. So, um, you know, he definitely, there was a huge weight that was weighed at the Leech Lake AIM tournament of like 50 pounds on the uh, AIM scale. So, uh, he kind of told me what was going on, and it really feels like the water's warm now. The fish were kind of in a funk around opener because a lot of them, I think, were still spawning. But, you know, now is the classic time where those fish kind of they start feeding like crazy. So, you know, I'm going to definitely start up in that Sucker Bay area on Leech Lake and, you know, looking for those emergent weeds or, you know, anything in that, you know, 6 to 10 feet of water and just kind of drive around on those flats knowing that there's still going to be males around there, and then probably start poking out on the main lake rocks even, where, you know, definitely in the spots where some of those bigger ones show up first. So when we're, uh, I mean, it's it's been jig and minnow so far, and I think probably will be a lot of that this weekend as well, but what are some of the things we should be looking for to say to us, okay, maybe you'll still get a jig and minnow bite, but maybe you need to have a few other things available to you? Yeah, so there's definitely a light switch, and it's water-related and bug-hatch-related where, you know, I can tell the Leech Lake is a classic lake. There's not a lot of rough fish in there. So if I see a pod of, like, 30 fish in 8 feet of water on my side scan, um, there's, like, a 99% chance that's a pod of 30 walleyes. So it happens abruptly. that It's always happened to me on Leech Lake where, like, I'll throw a spot-tail shiner out there, 
and they will not touch it. And finally, it's like, how are they not eating a shiner? Um, but lo and behold, you throw a jig and a crawler out there, or you throw a leech and a slip bobber out there, and it's like your bobber stop won't even hit the bobber. It'll go <laughs> down. So definitely the time where, like, if you're really looking to catch your, you know, limit of walleyes or whatever, you know, I wouldn't go out without leeches and some shiners. Um, with that said, I'm a big fan of artificial baits. I always like the challenge of making them bite. Um, in that same time frame, when they start eating those leeches or, you know, now maybe they want a little spinner uh, and a crawler, uh, that's the time where they'll really start eating faster-moving stuff. Um, and one of my go-tos, you know, to start with maybe a 3-8-ounce jig and a paddle tail, but just to kind of pump it and let it free fall on the bottom, you know, regardless of if you're in the weeds or not, something that's just moving a little bit faster, um, it's funny how all of a sudden, like, okay, now this is a player. Um, they're officially biting good now, and guess what? If I'm not going to trick them with live bait, i got to do something aggressive to get them to bite. So um, my favorite time of year to fish for walleyes, for sure, is coming up right now. National Walleye Tour champion John Hoyer, my guest today. When we return, I ask John, besides electronics, what are some of the biggest changes he's seen since he started tournament fishing about 10 years ago? Hey, I'm Jace Rylander of North Country Guide Service. My back sure hurts from carrying Kev Jackson for all these years. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. Hi, this is Nate Blazing with the Nissel Guide League, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Wrapping it up with the current National Walleye Tour champion, John Hoyer. Well, John, you've been in the uh, tournament biz for how many years now? Oh, well, if you include Muskie tournament, it's probably been like 15, but I've been fishing as a pro on the National Walleye Tour, I think, for six years. Okay. So in that time, and besides electronics, because we know electronics are the things that have changed the most, but besides that, what is what is the biggest change you've seen in the fishing world? Um, on the National Wallet Tour, I really feel like uh, the confidence that people have using one rod and casting, um, it seems completely normal to us in Minnesota, but on those, you know, you know states that allow multiple rods, you know, up to three rods in Michigan and in Wisconsin, um, you know, I think a lot of those people grew up cat, uh, trolling because it made sense. You could put six, maybe even nine lines out. Uh, so there's definitely been a trend to people, you know, with just one spinning rod in their hand when everybody else is trolling. So uh, I love it. That's my favorite thing to do is to cast for walleye. So but that's definitely one major trend that's been changing. Yeah, and, and of course, we we talk about electronics, but really the technology in 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 rods, in reels, in baits and lures. I mean, everything is so much more sophisticated, so much better than it was just to, even just a few years ago. Yeah, for sure. And um, you basically reminded me of the other factor. You know, the, the, one of the major reasons of why I've been able to have 
confidence and success in artificials, it's not just because I've been beating my head against the wall. You know, a lot of the finishes on these baits are getting so good. Like, you know, for Berkeley, they have a whole series of stuff that they call their HD printed designs. So, like, they're taking real bluegill images, real perch images, and printing them on the side of these plastic paddle tails. And, you know, Minnesota has clear water. And that's kind of that first hurdle is to, like, get over the fact that this plastic doesn't look lifelike enough. Well, now with all these HD printed designs on them, you know, an angler like myself um, could use something gaudy and go forward with confidence and catch some walleyes on it. But now it's like anybody can kind of make that initial leap of faith, throw something that looks just like that spot tail. And lo and behold, a lot of times they work better because, you know, they stay on, you can move them faster, you can jig them more aggressively. And, um, you know, myself and a bunch of others have now, you know, really, uh, yeah, used live bait the first two tournaments. But in reality, it's like I rarely use live bait for walleye fishing. Okay. Um, so in, in that same vein, th- looking at things and, 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 uh, and big picture stuff, um, besides AIS, because we all know about AIS, is there any other things you're looking around the state of Minnesota saying, we, we need to be careful about this, we need to think about this? Um, are you talking, like, as far as, like, fishery health and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, honestly, I, I just did a podcast with Do North Outdoors, and um, I'm pretty opinionated when it comes to, like, slot limits and stuff. And... Um, you know, Leech Lake is so healthy. Basically, the big picture of things is, you know, the DNR has a job to do, and that's to, like, manage our fisheries. But uh, a lot of these bigger lakes, you know, the management is out of their hands. The management happens with how successful the spawn is. And they'll be the first ones to tell you that, you know, you might see a 1,000 boats on Lake of the Woods on opener, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's, you know, that could be... 100,000 walleyes kept on opening day. Well, the reality of it is um, that's not always the catch rate. And the other side of it is Mother Nature or a successful spawn will trump any type of management ever. So, um, you know, I think everybody does a great job as far as, like, their personal preference for catch and release if they want to release bigger fish for other people to catch. Um, But overall, uh, you know, don't feel bad about keeping a 22-incher. Uh, or maybe even a 23 or a 24 incher if you're allowed to do it on Leech Lake. The reality of it all is any walleye that's sexually mature is just part of a big biomass of eggs and a potential spawn each year. And, you know, lo and behold, you'll see that. We have a high water cycle. We have a late ice off. You'll just have a bumper crop of walleyes. You'll have a bumper crop of perch, spot tail shiners, and the health of that fishery will reflect that. And it doesn't matter if, you know, you caught your limit of walleyes, and you eat them, and you went back two days later and you caught them again. It's just, uh, I really enjoy all the science behind all that stuff, and I've studied it to the nth degree, and um, I think that, I think everybody's doing a really good job as far as, you know, selectively harvesting. Well, John, before we wrap it up, you have time for a Fast Five? I'm ready. Three. Fast Five. Okay, here we go. Question number one. It's dessert time. Are you having pie or are you having cake? Ooh, I'm going to have to take cake on that one, especially if there's ice cream involved. <laughs> Any particular cake you uh, you like better? Uh, I like my dad's favorite. He always gets 
uh, cooked for his birthday. It's called the Kentucky Butter Cake. So it's really simple. has a nice glaze on it, nice crust. So uh, that's one of my favorites. Okay. Question number two. What is the biggest fish you've ever caught? Uh, I'm sure it's some sort of five to seven hundred pound shark <laughs> uh, in the ocean. So yeah, that would be probably my biggest. Okay, how, how about in the freshwater world? In freshwater, the biggest fish I've ever caught is a sixty-nine pound timon in Russia. Wow! Fish- yeah, there's a random one. Yeah. I didn't know you were fishing in Russia. I knew you were over there doing something. Yeah, I didn't know it was actually in Russia. Yeah, that was a while back, but okay. um, that's my biggest freshwater fish. All right. Question number three. You have been sentenced to fishing purgatory. It means you get to fish for all eternity, but only on one lake. What lake will that be? Oh, man. My initial thought would be Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll tell you what I would have to think a little bit if I really Leech Lake is right there favorite lake in the entire world so uh, it's like Leech Lake or Green Bay or Devil's Lake but if I had to pick one it would, it would have to be Green Bay okay question number four growing up in the Hoyer household what uh, show was Little John Hoyer watching every week what was your favorite TV show Oh, dang. Um, I feel like that was a little later on in life, but, uh, like, Saved by the Bell was definitely one of them. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> another one was, like, How I Met Your Mother. I, I think I've watched every one of those episodes twice. I love that show. I thought it was hilarious. Okay. And here we go with the final one. Question number five. Besides fishing or hunting, what is your favorite sport? Golf. Okay. That's right. I yeah. forgot you. I forgot you were a big golfer too. No, not a big golfer, oh. but it's definitely my favorite thing to relax. You know, classic lifetime sport, and I end up golfing with like all my fishing friends. But it's because we all need a break from fishing tournaments, so we go out golfing and pack the ball around a little bit. But but it's still outdoors. Exactly. John Hoyer is the defending national champion for the National Walleye Tour. The season is uh, underway. Uh, once again, John, next time you guys will be out, it'll be in, uh, in South Dakota. And when is that going to be? Uh, that is the end of next month, so the end of June. Okay, and if we want to catch your, uh, your, your new series, uh, where is it? And uh, what's the name of it one more time? Yeah, it's called Tour Level Gold, like a golden walleye. And it's on YouTube. You can also follow... Tour Level Gold on Instagram, or if you don't follow me, uh, John Hoyer Fish on Instagram or Hoyer Fishing on Facebook, and I'll always be you know posting when those new episodes are coming out. He's John Hoyer coming up north to fish Leech Lake. John, thanks for your time today. Good luck on the water. You bet. Thanks, Kevin. Take care.